What's up? How you doing, baby? It's going to be a solo show today. So get ready, buddy. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DB Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DB Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. The following includes conversation relating to cryptocurrency. The information provided and discussed is strictly for educational and informational purposes only. Any use of any information is done so at your own risk. DV Radio LLC, as well as the hosts and guests of the show, take no responsibility if you wish to use any of the information in your daily life. Again, the topics discussed are strictly for informational and educational purposes only. I am Chris, the CEO. My name is Paul. I'm the COO. I am Chris, a.k.a. Little Chris, the Chief Technical Officer. My name is Zach. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer, better known as the When Marketing Officer, because it never gets done, right? Of Our long show, we will talk about Infinity, crypto in general, DeFi, blockchain technology, technology, uh, and just talk about anything, whatever the hell we feel like talking about. Get to know us at a little more personal level. Without playing nonsense. Is there any cursing rules <laughs> or anything? No, you say whatever the fuck you want. I think they'd be more worried. <laughs> if you didn't curse. <laughs> Love these guys. Show me the money. Hey, what's going on? And good morning. Welcome to Affinity Protocol. Got some pretty exciting news. Well, I don't know. I guess it depends on how you look at it. Uh, this is going to be a solo show today. Yep. So you got me, me, and Chris. Uh, today on Affinity Protocol, we have uh, uh, Zach's baby shower going on little later on this afternoon so he is already headed off and and doing what he's doing for that and uh paul i believe is somewhere else as well visiting uh, a couple family members and chris uh is on his way to said baby shower and i will be heading there shortly after affinity protocol so uh it may be a little bit abbreviated today i apologize for that but this is a solo show but i want to make sure we Still had one and, uh, you know, got, got a chance to, to talk with everybody and get some information out there and just, uh, you know, continue on doing what we do here at Affinity. Um, so if you're here with us and you're listening either on DV, WDVR, DVRadio.net, or we are streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Affinity DeFi, uh, welcome. Thank you. Feel free to post anything in the chat if you've got any questions or anything like that. Uh, but that being said, uh, so since I am alone, I want to talk about uh, a little something that, that is in the news, uh, not, not not at all uh, crypto related, but uh, so anybody that knows me, especially, uh, you know, Bo with uh, DV Radio, we've had conversations with this on the past about extraterrestrials and that kind of thing, uh, and he knows my stance on that. Uh, one thing that's been in the news a lot, and I guess last night some more popped up uh, with these uh, balloons or, or unidentified flying objects or, or whatever's going on that uh, were apparently shot down by the U.S. and, and Canadian uh, forces. So I want to take just a couple minutes to speculate on, on something with that. And I know I had a conversation with, uh, with Zach and Paul uh, yesterday. Uh, no, Ray, it's not aliens. And I'm going to get to that in a second. <laughs> so I had a conversation with... Uh, with a couple of guys, and, and we were talking about this, and, uh, you know, one of them strongly believes that it, it could be, and, and more than likely is, 
extraterrestrials. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that's impossible. I, nothing is nothing is impossible. Now, my stance on on aliens and and extraterrestrials, whatever terminology you want to use, or otherworldly beings, um, is that yes, I strongly believe that there is other life forms out there. To me, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense that in this vast, you know, seamless, seamless unending universe that we would be the only living uh, beings out there. But I really don't buy into the fact that we get visited constantly or, or even periodically uh, by beings with technology that's far advanced from Mars. Now, do I believe it's possible? Again, yes, everything is possible. There's, there's potentially some evidence out there that proves against what I believe. But for the time being, and I'm going to tell you why. I feel that if there was some sort of, uh, you know, life forms out there that were able to do that, why hide? Right? Why would you hide and, and, and make yourself uh, a secret? If your technology is that advanced, why would you not? Definitely shouldn't be afraid. Um, but anyway, so getting back to the, the recent events. Those of you who may or may not know, I worked on uh, fighter jets for probably a good portion of 12 years uh, for the United States Air Force and and Air National Guard uh, in my life, specifically on the um, F-15s, F-15C and D models. Um, I've been around a lot of different fighter jets, uh, and I know the munitions. I know radar systems was my primary function. Uh, when I worked on those aircraft. And yes, they are very, very advanced. But I find it extremely hard to believe that a technology that we have currently would have the capability of shooting down uh, a vehicle that has (laughs) the ability to fly Light years, I got to assume. I got to assume that if it was a, a UFO of some kind that was a, of, of alien uh, ownership, that it didn't come from, say, Jupiter, right? Or anywhere in our solar system. It had to come from uh, more than likely a, another uh, solar system and galaxy far, far away. So if this thing had the ability to fly light years, I find it extremely hard to believe that our quote-unquote primitive in comparison uh, technology and radar systems would be able to easily shoot this thing down uh, with no countermeasures or anything coming from uh, that that vehicle. Uh, so I would venture to guess, and I'm not going to speculate on this because I do not want to get into, as usual, the political realm on this show, but I would speculate that it is from somewhere on this planet Earth from another country or, or whatever it may be, whether it's more balloons, whether it's another uh, vehicle, something like that. At any rate, it's a, it is concerning. Uh, anytime any, anything comes in unwanted into anybody, any other country's airspace, uh, no matter where you live in this world, uh, if, if any country is sending anything that's uh, in, your, in your airspace that is unknown, uh, that is concerning. Uh, so... I hope whatever it is, uh, whatever's going on, 
does turn out to be something that is not malicious, turns out to be something that is uh, as innocent as it possibly could be, I guess. Uh, I, I still don't get the, the entire reason, and I guess hopefully we'll find out. Maybe we'll see what happens. We'll see how much information that the government is willing to release. I don't suspect that they're going to release a whole lot uh, just because that's not how they operate. Plus, it is, uh, you know, we are working with Canada. You know, I th- it's funny, right? And this this is for you. I kind of found it funny when I was reading the article. Uh, and Trudeau was talking about how, how much they were working with U.S. to uh, to take this thing down. And it and it was it was so funny. It reminded me of the um, the big brother, little brother situation where where see we I was I was helping him out. I was helping. He did it. I know he's the one that that really did. But I was there. I helped him out. Look at us guys. <laughs> so I got to take my jabs at Canada when I can. Uh, you're welcome, Ray. Uh, but uh, under under bigger and better things uh, that are kind of floating around the news that does pertain to crypto, um, I do want to mention the the recent uh, goings on with uh, with the SEC and and our friend uh, Gary there. Uh, did come out with a video and some other things speaking on the recent events. I know, I know Canada don't have an army. Uh, <laughs> the recent events of uh, Kraken and their, their staking and what was going on there and the SEC basically shutting uh, that whole deal down in the U.S. Uh, with, uh, with Kraken and their, their staking and the funny thing about it is if you really just look at this from a high level is yes, there are plenty of other platforms offering uh, staking and, and uh, yield farming and a lot of other things uh, all over the place. You know, I know uh, some other exchanges came up. Uh, well, how come you're not cracking down on them? How come you're targeting cracking? Uh, you know, what does this mean for all of us in the space? You know, just as far as tokens go, blockchains and all that, because as you know, staking is coming with Affinity. We've had it. We're bringing it again here uh, in the very, 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 very near future. Um, and there's a lot of other platforms, a lot of other projects out there, companies that have it as well. And again, like I said, blockchains, uh, just about every blockchain that we know of, uh, with the exception of uh, Bitcoin, and uh, it all has some kind of uh, proof of stake uh, to prove out their blocks and the transactions on that on that blockchain. So, what does it mean if staking has to go away? Because the SEC said so. Uh, what does that mean for those blockchains? Well, I'm going to just stop everybody there for a second. If you're getting a little uh, confused or, or maybe uh, uh, anxious about what that means, it it really doesn't mean anything. Um, and, and, and why? So what he's actually talking about sort of has nothing to do with actual staking. That just was the target. That was the target because of the way Kraken was operating. But in reality, it has nothing to specifically do with staking and the, the staking protocol and, and how that operates. It's more so the, the business operations of how they were functioning. And this can be correlated to just about anything. 
uh, not only in in crypto and in in DeFi and CFI and and all of that, but it also correlates to everything that exists in our current financial institution here in the U.S. Because again, we're talking about the SEC in the U.S. Uh, I don't know all of the laws across the world, uh, but I'm sure some of them bleed over into a lot of your other countries, um, especially our, our neighboring country, uh, Canada, because I know a lot of our laws are very, very similar. Um, over in Europe as well, a lot of their countries, uh, their laws are very similar. So I would imagine some of this, not as stringent, also applies. Uh, but again, this is just U.S. So with the the way the business is, was functioning was it was taking those funds. So as people were, were quote-unquote, staking, uh, Kraken was staking a portion of, and I don't know how, what that what that portion was, whether it was 10%, 50%, 90% of uh, whatever funds or assets that the individuals were putting in into that pool. And the rest was being utilized to leverage, uh, to either lend out or to make revenue outside of actually staking those individuals' uh, assets. And then they were promised a certain yield or a certain return uh, based on that, this is not much different than some of the activities that happen day to day in our current financial uh, institutions like banks. Uh, when you deposit your money into a bank, your money doesn't just sit there. The bank uses your money to make money. And then they give you your point zero 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 whatever the hell percent for your savings account. Uh, that's where that money comes from. When you look at that god awful uh percentage rate that you're getting from putting your money into a bank that percentage comes from them using your money to lend it out to people to buy houses to buy cars uh whatever it is um commercial lending is the biggest uh, commercial lending is the biggest way that banks make money and then you get a cut back um so the difference the real big difference being is uh, those are already regulated, and they have been regulated for years and years and years. They, they're insured by FDIC and DIF and all these other things. Um, not to say that those institutions are perfect by any means. No, that's why we have crypto here, and we're trying to trying to do what we can do to kind of uh, alleviate our, our reliability on, on fiat in the traditional banking system. But what I'm getting at is what Kraken and what the SEC is kind of looking at here are companies that are functioning and operating similar to our current financial institutions, but without the oversight. And why that's important is the oversight is is pretty important um, to an extent, depending on how it's done. Because again, your funds are being and your assets are being pooled and they're being managed by a company that really has no obligation, right? Again, because if it's not regulated, it's not registered, really has no obligation to fulfill that agreement. Uh, and as we've seen many times with central central exchanges and central entities, uh, if they fold and they go under, I mean, you have nothing. Uh, you, you really have nothing. You get nothing in return. So that's really the big problem. And, that, and again, going back to what I was first saying, that doesn't just happen with staking. Uh, that happens with a lot of different 
centralized um, and some that mask themselves as as decentralized. It happens a lot uh, with with their uh, with their tokens and assets and the way they they function. Uh, you know, one other thing that that is likely to be looked into, and and if not already, uh, that'll probably come down is the fact that uh, assets get used very very similar to um, the way you would utilize a stock. All right, so when one of the biggest things and one of the biggest fears, and and you we've seen this lawsuit going on for a very long time, XLM X, uh, XRP, um, with uh, What's the difference between a, a token or a coin asset and and a security? Uh, if you didn't know, a security is is basically a stock or anything that secures your uh, ownership or your, um, I guess, piece of the pie in, in business operations. Uh, that's why they call it a security. It is it is literally securing your ownership or your portion of that business and 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 their uh, revenue and their profits from that operation. So when you, when we're looking at how some individuals and, and, and tokens and companies and, and whatever are utilizing their assets as a security, uh, look at the way people do fundraising. Okay. And, and there are a lot out there. There are a lot of projects and companies out there that are doing this. Um, Definitely, like I said, I'm, I, I'm usually not in the business of, of calling people out and naming them, but I would almost guarantee that a few of a few of you, if not a good number of you, own some of these that are currently utilizing this this theory. And what actually happens is they take their token and they they give it to VCs or angel investors or whatever as part of a package to raise funds and raise funding. Raising funding is great. It's needed. It's important to grow a business, especially at a large scale. Uh, but that is typically the vehicle. The uh, security is the vehicle to do so. You do that through stocks. You do that through, um, you know, whether it's uh, whatever type of security that you want to give uh, to that entity that you're raising funds through. So that way they can actually own a piece of the company and have a stake in what's going on. Not to be confused with staking, um, <laughs> but the token or the asset is not the vehicle that should be used because then it is taking on a lot of the the personality of a security, but they're doing it. And why is that bad for you as a token or asset holder in that project or company? Well, I could tell you firsthand that. VCs and angel investors and whoever else that that you're going through for your funding, one of the first questions, if not the first question, is how long is it going to take me to get a return on my investment? In other words, they're going to give you money and they want to know how long it's going to take for them to make a profit on whatever they're giving you. One way to secure that, again, we're not doing it, but a lot of other people are doing it is to give tokens and say, uh, you know, whether it's at a, a, an X period of time, like, hey, in a year or six months or whatever, these are going to mature and you can, or they're going to unlock, or they maybe they have a handshake agreement, contract agreement that says in six months or a year, you can sell these against our chart to get your money back. Or 
if we don't get, if you don't see a return, you can sell it or whatever the agreement is. There's, there's hundreds of different ways it can be spun. Or maybe they're not locked at all. And they just gave them a huge chunk and said, thank you for investing in us. And here's, here's your, your, you know, your allocation for doing that. That's really dangerous. And that's really not only on the regulation side, because obviously, uh, like I, I stated numerous times in the last few minutes, that that can really, truly be looked at as a security because you are securing, you are essentially telling this person, thank you for, for funding our business. Here is your piece. I mean, it doesn't get more clear cut than that. But second of all, now it's not going to be a small, a small chunk. It's not, they're not giving somebody, you know, a thousand dollars worth of, of their asset. It's going to be sizable, uh, which means you as a token holder who has no visibility into that deal, you have no idea that that's happening because they don't have to report that again publicly. It's not regulated. It's a private business. They don't have to report that. I mean, obviously you can look at the ledger, uh, public ledger on the blockchain, but not everybody's sitting there looking at the blockchain every, you know, every day to see if there was anything uh, moved in any kind of deal. You just kind of have to trust in the team and that they're doing the right thing. Uh, but this happens all the time. And then if another company is is getting or, or, or venture capitalists or anything is getting uh, this large sum of tokens uh, without you knowing, uh, that, that, could, that could not end well uh, for you as a holder. Uh, hey, good morning, True Dookal. Uh, for those of you that might just be tuning in, I want to remind everybody this is a solo show today. Uh, I'm having fun hanging out with everybody, giving some information, sharing some stuff. Uh, we did talk a little bit about uh, aliens or, or UFOs and balloons and all that and everything else that's going on in the news a little earlier. Now we're talking, then we moved on to uh, kind of talking about the the staking conundrum with uh, uh, with Gary and, and the SEC and, and Kraken and everything like that. Uh, not to the business aspects of that and what that really means. Um, and, and really to kind of appeal back to that, because uh, as you know, uh, we have staking coming out. Um, so what does that, what does that mean? After all the information that I gave and kind of explained that, how that affects, uh, or, or I should say how it doesn't really truly affect um, anybody outside of, uh, companies that are are centralizing and pooling money, uh, which is really get the, the way things get dangerous, is when when money is pooled together. Uh, we're not doing it anything like that. Uh, we don't invest anybody else's assets. We don't leverage them. We don't loan them out. Uh, we don't do anything with them. Uh, that's they're yours. Uh, our contract issues them when you when you make a buy and when you make a sell. Uh, the contract takes them back and gives you uh, BNB in return. That's the extent of what we do with your asset. So uh, just to kind of cover our asses, we are going to have a couple disclaimers at the bottom, just letting everybody know that we don't do that uh, and that the rewards do come from uh, the the contract itself. Uh, they're not coming from promised um, you know, earnings from us doing any kind of dealings or business workings or anything like that. Uh, no, nothing that we ever, ever do is a direct reflection on revenue that the business is driving. Anything that we do is going to be automated through, through, uh, uh, contracts. Uh, so it can remain decentralized. So any revenue that, that comes in, uh, is not technically share of the profits. 
to keep us from getting, uh, uh, you know, looked at or, or, or deeper scrutinized by the SEC. Uh, if you keep things decentralized and you keep things flowing through the contract, for example, uh, things that flow through ADAPT, uh, we have that flow through our contract. We have one more step to actually make that completely automated. Uh, and then that can push everything right back out to the token holders without ever hitting our wallets, without ever hitting anything that we control. Therefore, it's not considered profit or revenue, right? Because that's what we want to avoid. We want to avoid having to pump revenue uh, back into the token because then that can that can really uh, put us in hot water and with anybody else. And I really, truly don't think most projects or companies are, are considering this. Or I, When I look around the space, um, I really hope people kind of smarten up a little bit about some of the things they're doing and some of the, the ways they're doing things, um, or, or at least that, that they don't get caught uh, because there are a lot of people are walking that line. Um, and, and I really, I want to see everybody do good. I want to see everybody, uh, that's holding other assets, uh, do well. And I want to see companies thrive. We need more people thriving in this space. Uh, but unfortunately I think due to lack of experience, lack of, uh, true, true research, uh, there are people that are, or that maybe some just don't care. I don't know. It's not up to me to, to decide, but a lot of, a lot of people are walking that line and, and some of them far overstepped it. Um, uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, true. That video, it was it was funny. You could tell um, if you haven't watched it. Go go look it go look it up. Go look up Gary's video uh, on when he was talking about uh, the whole thing with Kraken and and why they came down on him. You really have to like really pay attention and have some some kind of you know knowledge on the space to really even decipher where the hell he's going with it because there's there's points in that video you're like I, i'm not even sure he knows what he's talking about i'm not even sure he knows what what crypto is uh but the bottom line is if if you're doing things the right way you really limit your risk and and the way to to get the attention of regulators is to Use other people's assets to try to make money. There's surefire way you are going to have them breathing down your neck. Uh, this is what, uh, you know, when you have a financial advisor or you go see a broker, uh, this is why they have to go through licensing and training and classes. And all of that training is provided by guess who? The SEC, they, they oversee all of that licensing. Uh, and the reason being is they're taking your money and they're managing your funds. They're a money manager. They are managing your retirement funds. They are managing your investments. And you win or lose is dependent on whether they know what the hell they're doing. They're going to make their money either way. Most of them just, they get a commission based on just how many trades you make or how long, whatever money you're making or whatever. It doesn't matter whether or not you make money or not. Uh, they're going to make money for managing your money. Same thing with a lot of these centralized exchanges, centralized companies, all of this other stuff going on. Uh, they're essentially doing the same thing. They're taking a bunch of people's money and they're managing it by trying to make investments and trying to 
make more money with their money and they're getting paid. You may be the one to lose out. Hey, maybe it works out great, which I'm sure in a lot of times it did. Um, but when you lose out, you lose out big. Uh, that's what happened. Uh, again, I'm not talking about big picture here and what really happened with FTX, but in the end and Voyager as well, what happened with them was just that you, the people that were on those exchanges lost out and they lost out big because of the same practices. They were utilizing some of the same practices where they were leveraging other people's money and all that. And then it collapsed. And guess what? You lose. They still win. Um, I believe some of those companies, they still walked away with like millions of dollars in bonuses uh, during the bankruptcies. So just be careful with that stuff. Um, And that's why uh, we try to remain as decentralized as, as possible. Um, And we scrutinize the hell out of everything we put out. Uh, You know, there's a, there's a lot of talk around, around crypto and, and DeFi about security and, You know, we're all about security and we're all about regulation. We're all about this. Just make sure when people say that they truly, truly even know what that means. Uh, It's one thing to say things. It's a whole other thing to practice uh, and understand what you're practicing. Uh, And and I I get the feeling that that's not the case a lot of times. Uh, But just take a step back uh, before you FOMO into anything and really see what's going on. Uh, I'd hate to see anybody get burned, but again, you know, we're trying to stay one step ahead of regulation here. And, and I think we're doing a good job with it. Every time he comes out with something, uh, like our friend Drew, yeah, I kind of, I kind of chuckle and say, we are, we're already on to you, Gary. We know what's going on. Um, it's not my first rodeo. Uh, you know, my background's not only in tech, uh, but like I said, I've worked on aircraft and all that too, but I also have a deep background in, in business, I do have an MBA with a financial focus, so uh, this is something I've been researching and, and doing and heavily involved in for for many, 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 many years. Uh, I love it. I live in, in, and breathe this world, technology and finance. Uh, so to me, you know, crypto and, and DeFi uh, is where I live, and uh, it's like a glove. But uh, yeah, so going back to the very, very beginning, we I, I do want to remind everybody else that might have joined us. Uh, the reason why I am solo is we do have uh, Zach's baby shower today. I do have to travel approximately two hours. I haven't even typed in my GPS yet. I think it's approximately two hours, uh, if Paul didn't lie to me, to drive up there. Uh, I believe it starts in about three and a half hours. Uh, so right after this podcast, I'm going to be getting ready. Uh, the wife and I are going to head up there and, and go hang out with uh, Zach. Chris is actually going up there as well. Uh, Paul is somewhere else visiting family. Uh, so he is not with us today either. Uh, so I, I'm having fun doing a solo show today, but I am going to, it's probably going to be a little bit shorter. Uh, and then I'm going to head up there to meet up with, uh, Zach, Chris and, uh, his, his friends and family and all that to, uh, celebrate the, the upcoming birth of his son. So that should be a good time. Uh, but anyway, what else is going on here? I know we got uh, you know, Bitcoin and, and, and the whole markets were, were going strong for a little bit there. And then we've seen a little bit of a dip, probably because of all the nonsense uh, that, 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 that Gary was talking and some other things. And But uh, either way, it looks like it's coming back a little bit. 
but it's uh it's it's doing all right we'll, we'll see what happens but yeah with the um as far as some of the other products and and services that that not only we're developing and and I see out there um you know it it is true you you got to be careful and and we were talking about actually uh, Chris and I the other day it was a couple days ago uh, I get confused a lot because when I tell you we we talk on the phone at least a couple times a day. Uh, that's some a lot of times an understatement, you know. Uh, and and I mean Chris and I, Zach and I, Paul and I, like we're all a couple times a day uh, to the point. Sometimes I tell them you're getting goddamn annoying. Uh, I'm gonna talk to you some more time. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I don't know if any of them are listening while they're driving, but uh, I hope so. But um, the 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 uh what was again that oh so some of the uh other products and we were talking about the ETF inspired uh product that we will be having come we will have coming and how that will function how that will operate and different things we can ensure because if you don't know if we an ETF uh by nature is falls in in line with all of the other things um with what we are talking about with regulation uh ETFs are heavy heavily regulated uh they're extremely difficult to get going on the actual uh stock markets when they have to deal with crypto and all this other stuff uh which is why we are going to think of a name another name for it because in reality the way our platform is going to function um on the front end on the surface uh it may look like that right a diversification platform, but on the back end, it functions nothing uh, like an actual ETF for that reason, because we don't want it to fall in those guidelines of needing to potentially be, uh, you know, regulated or overseen uh, or anything like that. Uh, it has nothing to do with, uh, you know, pooling other, you know, assets and moving them around and managing other people's money. Uh, one of the biggest things with an ETF itself is the fact that it is managed, uh, much like a mutual fund. Uh, they get managed uh, by an entity uh, that is sliding, you know, assets around and, and weighted value uh, to determine what's the best uh, potential return for the uh, whatever that, that ETF is. Uh, we will not be doing that. We will be setting the assets in a contract. Uh, and as those, and we'll have multiple options is how we're going to handle that. And then depending on whatever option you want, uh, those assets are going to be automatically purchased by the contract held by you, not managed by us, all your funds, 100% of the time, all the time. Uh, that's how we do things around here. I don't, I'm not touching your money. I don't want it. Uh, and, and you know, that's, that's, what needs to happen uh, with all products and services uh, in order to keep things in line for future regulation. Uh, uh, Matt, did you say you're in the middle of a long work week? I mean, typically Sundays looked at as the first day of the week, but eh, it's their own. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, I'm just reading a chat here on, uh, on Twitch. But uh, anyway, we do have uh, some uh, Next to Fitty Friday coming up this Friday. 
pretty excited. Uh, I know last Friday, I guess we can consider it a bummer uh, that, you know, we didn't get the things out in time. But one thing I do want to mention is, you know, the, the frequency that we try to do things with Affinity Friday being every other week and Affinity Protocol being every other week. And we, you know, we try to maintain communication as best as possible inside of Telegram and and Twitter and Discord and everywhere else. Sometimes it's these things are happening at, at such a frequent rate that it seems like that it's kind of a letdown if there's not, you know, releases or big news or anything uh, when that time comes. And I got to be honest, like sometimes I get into, I know what's coming. Obviously, I know what we're where we're at in certain things, and I know how far development is or if there's any hangups on something uh, before well before we go into Affinity Friday Twitter spaces and all that. And there are times where we'll be, and we always meet, the team always meets prior to Affinity uh, Friday for at least 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Uh, and then we go into the Twitter space. And there are times where I look at it and say, you know, uh, this kind of sucks because I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to go out there and tell people that, uh, you know, either this isn't ready yet or, or uh, not have some kind of great news. But, at the same time, again, I'm not I'm not gonna lie to people, and I'm not gonna blow smoke, and I'm not gonna twist things, uh, you know, or, or create any kind of speculation or or anything like that, just to drive volume or just to keep people on the hook, and that's that's not that's not fair to anybody, um, and it's definitely not fair to all of you out there uh, that are already part of Affinity. So that's not really the angle we want to play. So I apologize. Unfortunately, there are going to be times where we're going to be on Affinity Friday or wherever, and, and there's just not really going to be any updates. So there's going to be, you know, things that are slightly delayed or hangups that we're working through. Uh, but hopefully by this Friday, it won't be that case. Uh, you know, uh, we got we got some things that we already shared uh, with with some of our some of our mods and some other people that uh, you know we'll see what happens uh, between now and Friday. Uh, but hopefully that's not the case. Uh, but again, Friday, Friday, this Friday. If any protocol which you are listening to right now, or maybe you're listening to a recording when, when it's out later on in the week, uh, but does happen every other Sunday, opposite of Affinity Friday at 10 a.m. Uh, I will tell you we are considering, and probably put out some polls or some other stuff, of, I know we had some conversation, potentially slightly moving the time. Uh, I don't know. We're trying to best accommodate people, and we're looking at our, our listenership and viewership on Twitch. Now that we've been doing this probably about three weeks on, on Twitch, maybe four, I can't remember. Uh, and we are going to potentially look at slipping the time maybe a little later. We don't know. Uh, but again, we'll put out some polls. We want to make sure that, that you all have your input and can let us know what you want. Um, so watch for that. Please follow us on our socials. Uh, we did know if you haven't noticed, we did switch uh, a lot of our socials, uh, pretty much all of them, uh, to affinity DeFi. It was affinity BSC. Uh, we are trying to open the door to make sure that we're more, uh, you know, neutral as far as being in the DeFi world and not just on BSC as we expand and we begin to bring uh, more and more products and, and, and going uh, into more chains and things like that. So we figured, why not do it now? Uh, grab those names, switch everything over. So if you go to Twitter, uh, you could find us at Affinity DeFi. Uh, our, our Telegram has changed as well. It is... Uh, t.me slash affinity defi 
Same thing with our Twitch is Affinity DeFi as well as Discord. Uh, so please check that out. It is updated on the website. So if you go to our website, you'll find the most uh, the latest updated information. So if you want to make sure you're not going to a potential scam or anything like that, we did resecure all the old ones. So if you do go to the old ones, we own them still. Uh, so don't don't worry about uh, if you go there and somebody else grabbed them is trying to scam you. We still own them. But your best bet is to just go to for now, and this is going to change as well. But we will mirror it. We still own the the, the domain, so we will have it pointed. Uh, but affinitybsc.com, uh, if you go there, that domain is going to change as well, by the way. But again, you'll still be able to go to affinitybsc.com because we'll own that as well. Um, but if you go there, that's the best way to make sure you're going to the proper link. So you're not going to anything that somebody's trying to scam you with. Uh, let's see. But with that being said, it is 10, 40, maybe it's about almost 45 minutes. By the time this ends, it'll be about 45 minutes of a solo show. Uh, not too bad. See, I, I told you, I'm telling those guys, man, they're holding me back. Right? They're holding me back. They come on the show. We do an hour show. Uh, you know, and, and and they talk about nonsense. They're holding me back. I'm going I'm to I'm start doing more solo shows, all right? Paul, Chris, Zach, you listening? Uh, this is how it's going to go from now on. Now I'm playing. I miss those guys. It's much easier to do the show when I get other people with me and we got things to talk about back and forth here, other ideas. That's what it's all about. Uh, thank you all for, for tuning in. Uh, you know, I did see a few of you, uh, true, uh, Matt, Ray, uh, anybody else that I missed, uh, that's in, in, uh, in Twitch. Maybe you're not speaking, but those are, those are the ones that I did see typing in chat. So thank you all for, for coming out. Anybody else that's listening, uh, you know, through, uh, dvradio.net thank you i appreciate it this was a good time had some good conversation i do look forward to next time in two weeks i hope you all have a fantastic sunday i'm gonna get on the road i'm gonna be driving most of the day but i really look forward i love seeing seeing zach and chris and whenever i can get together with them in person it's always a great time so uh Ray had to go there with the Chiefs. That's right. Before I do go, it is Super Bowl Sunday as well. Chiefs and Eagles. Uh, I don't really care who wins. Uh, so, you know, good luck. Whoever, if, you, if, you're, uh, if you're a fan of one of those teams, good luck to your team. I do love football, so I'm going to try to catch it. Like I said, I am going to be on the road. But to me, uh, being there to support uh, Zach and his baby shower is, is more important to me. Uh, so if I can... Get back in time. I will be watching the Super Bowl or what's left of it. Uh, but in the meantime, yep, enjoy your day. Enjoy your Sunday. Enjoy your week. If you watch Super Bowl, uh, go whatever team is your favorite. And talk to you soon. Thanks, everybody. Thank you to Bo. Thank you to D-Radio. I am out of here. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Damn. Parched. Thirsty. All right, man. Let me get this over to you. Mo.
Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> so guy. Hey man, if you hear this, uh, before I wake up to you, most likely I will. Uh, you will. Uh, I'm back here. I'm busy. You know, development delays. Dude, I got all kinds of shit going on with developers and shit fucking me over, like delaying me and everything else. Anyway, I see the here no day. I'll catch up with you. Um, I'm going to drink. My throat hurts like a motherfucker. Uh, and I got to hit the road. Hi, right, buddy. Appreciate it, Zach. Later. Zach, I said Zach. I'm at Bo. <laughs> Later.